0: All right, everybody, that was Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar you were listening to, and that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke, coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio headquarters in Hooks at New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Be sure to subscribe to us right here on YouTube and on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, basically wherever you get your podcasts from. I am Pastor Padron, and I am here with my co-hosts, Pablo Maduro, a.k.a. Paul,
1: (laughs) a.k.a. (laughs) the
0: Potion. No, No, the Spirit Master. The Spirit Spirit Master. master. Yes. Nick Oteen and Dave did Confused, otherwise known as Dave, who has gender issues. (laughs) And that's okay. We are looking looking tonight at some of the first newcomers of twenty twenty one. And one of the great things is we look forward to as spring comes, the there are new cigar releases, TAA uh releases come out, and you start to see some new stuff in the humidor. And we are going to be looking at one of those new cigars and one of those new pipe tobaccos tonight. And the cigar we are looking at is the Bandolero Serie A Odyssey's. Is that right?
2: I think you're right. Odyssey's. Odyssey's.
0: Odysseys. And uh, the Bandolero has been out for uh, several years. They are made by Selected Tobacco and marketed through the U.S. through United Cigar Group. And from the United Cigar Group website, it says about the Bandolero series, during a century between 717 and 1817, the Spanish crown prohibited cigar production in the Caribbean islands and the rest of American colonies. That's true. And although its precious leaves continued growing on the other side of the ocean, the Puro cigar rolling that we all know today could only be done at the Sevilla Royal factory supplying an even more demanding market in Mm. the world. But such absurd prerogative led to the rising prices of tobacco. And of course the birth of the bandolero an intrepid figure that hid on mysterious roads with tobacco leaves and rolled in other countries led to an excellent price and authenticity combination. Dressed with a charm that was then forbidden. Ooh. And, um, Obeden. so these, this series of cigars, this brand of cigars, the Bandolero kind of pays homage to that. And, um, the Series A, which was released this year, features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, undisclosed binder and filler, although, uh, I have it from, uh, Oliver Navode, who's the head of sales for the, um, united uh cigar group that there is some peruvian tobacco in here and peruvian has a little bit of sweetness to it Mm. and um you know so they are letting you know that there is some peruvian tobacco Mm -hmm. in the filler but other than the ecuadorian habano wrapper and that hint that there is some peruvian in here they're not saying anything else about what's in here the Odysseus is a um, Petit Robusto, let's call it, at uh, four and a half by 54. Mm-hmm. And, um, Paul, what are we pairing with this tonight?
2: Well, uh-huh. after last week's fiasco, in Dave's eyes, I had to redeem myself. Yes. Oh, God. Very it was not a fiasco. It was delicious. <laughs> no, it was I awesome. kept trying to tell him that Deliciously it, boring. I, 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 I scored in terms of what we were. I was trying to achieve. With the pairing, but he didn't want to hear that. He Mm-mm. just wanted alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he admitted that the pairing was tasty. good, it was tasty.
3: <laughs> it was. It, how is a dry, flat Sprite tasty? He added garnish. <clears throat> the garnish cucumber was is not garnish. <laughs> that is it vegetable. Was.
0: Cucumber is it's a garnish. salad. When you it's
3: put rabbit food, when you g- bacon is garnish. No, it is not. How would you put what, bacon what in you, a gin and tonic? What would you put <laughs> bacon drink in any
0: kind of thing?
1: Bloody Mary. Yeah. He, he'll Bloody have Mary. bacon with yeah. everything. So, yeah, so, you know. That's it, though. If you
0: I don't see your Pour brother... alcohol into ketchup and then, you know, make it a, it, come on. There's nothing wrong with that. The, you know? Th- it's a lot more tasty
3: something... than a freaking gin and freaking tonic. I totally disagree on that one. Yeah. Totally disagree. What? You don't think that a Bloody Mary is more tasty than a Gin and well, Don? Whoa.
0: It's different no. kind of tasty. No, it, it's a it, different it, kind. Yeah, of it,
3: completely it's, different. It's savory, but one I tastes the like gin. you want to put your dentures in it, and the other one is like a meal. Oh, man.
2: God. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> tonight <laughs> I am redeeming myself. I think we all will agree that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tonight we are having the Buffalo Trace Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> now, I got this idea from Nick. Uh, about a week <laughs> or two ago. Well, we, we, we were talking about the great uh, values uh, in terms of the uh, bourbons, and he kept T-tunca. saying. The Tonka. The right? <laughs> <laughs> the what? Tonka. Tonka. Uh. From uh, Dancing with Wolves. Ooh. That's T-tunca. buffalo in Indian. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. <laughs> I got the idea from him, and I felt tonight would be a great night to have it. I think it's going to Mm -hmm. pair well with a cigar and the pipe tobacco. So Mm -hmm. this is from the Buffalo Trace website. Mm -hmm. Buffalo Trace Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is distilled, aged, and bottled at the most award-winning distillery in the world. And I would have to agree with that. Mm. Made from the finest corn, rye, barley malt, this whiskey ages in new oak barrels for years in century-old warehouses until the peak of maturity. (laughs) <laughs> the taste is rich and complex, with hints of vanilla, toffee, caramel toffee, caramel toffee, toffee. <laughs> yes, and candied fruit. Mm. The smooth finish lingers on the palate. Yes, this, it does. This will never change. When was that company started? Oh, God, it goes back, it goes back a long ways. I heard well, it was a uh, hundred years, yeah, right? Yeah. No, more than that. I heard yeah, it was yeah. created uh, before America was created. Well, just think of the the portfolio of 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 bourbons and whiskeys they have. It's crazy. Well, you know, you know w- one you... of the
0: things I think is interesting in that description is is that it, it almost seems like it's part of the recipe that those barrels have to be in a wicked old building.
3: Yes. Wicked. Century and old. If, you don't
0: have, if you don't have a 100-year-old building, you are not going to end up with buffalo trays. Nope. not entirely sure about that, but there you go. Maybe it adds that little bit of musty sweetness to it
1: maybe well maybe it could be the barrels yeah aging the in barrels. the barrels
0: too yeah so and they're new barrels they're they new are oak, new, barrel. new, new oak, oak barrels. barrels so what do you guys think of the cigar of the buffalo trace of the pairing together nick do you have any thoughts this was your idea to, to have buffalo trace on the show so i think i should go with you first um
1: with the buffalo trace you get the oak
0: well there and are the- oak but there is, yeah <laughs> i'm not surprised <laughs>
1: um i get some nice citrus note from there which is really nice going with the cigar because the cigar has a nice sweet note sweet undertone there um probably from the peruvian tobacco mm. and Could this be. deep richness from the tobacco uh from the cigar mm-hmm. is really really nice and does it say in your literature that uh if they were aged or not prior to uh the cigars? Yes. The cigars. Prior?
0: The cigars were aged. Uh this the uh Nelson Alfonso, uh who is the head of selected tobacco, he makes Byron, he makes Atabey Bandolero. Um is kind of his everyday smoke. <laughs> Why not? You know um so I'd the tobacco's so. not aged quite as long as as it is in, for the uh, attabays and Byrons which could be up to 5 years mm-hmm. uh sometimes even more than that uh, but you're looking at a you know the cigars are aged you know for um a good long time before they come out and that's that's one of his secrets to things he has this great aging room where he controls the temperature and humidity and they rise and fall from 70% humidity and 70 degrees Fahrenheit down to 40% humidity and 40 degrees Fahrenheit Mm -hmm. that happens over a two week period of time. So it's a slow drop. And then after it gets to 40, it goes back up to 70 and that happens every two weeks of every month and every year that they're in there. And the result of that is that the, the, um, uh, cooling of the cigar, um, and the drying of the cigar makes the leaves exhale out the natural ammonias that are in the leaf, mm. and which gets rid of a lot of the bitterness mm. that you can get with cigars. And uh, then also in the aging room, there are seven different kinds of cedar, some of which are there to keep bugs away, pests away, some of which are there mm.
4: specifically
0: for the cigars to
4: mm-hmm.
0: be enhanced by the cedar and as the cigars heat up as the temperature rises as the humidity rises the tobacco expands and actually breathes that in and mm-hmm. so you're getting that mm-hmm. inhaling and exhaling of the tobacco for several years before these come to market and the result is something extremely smooth yeah. extremely polished Absolutely. and I don't know anyone else in the business who does anything remotely similar to no, what no, Nelson does
1: no. um quick note on buffalo trace right at the end you get that mm-hmm. deep it, it it has to be caramel my my palate is just picking up that deep deep caramel
0: it has to be caramel
1: has to be it has, it has to be, to be. toffee caramel caramel caramello one or the other Caramello. i love that chocolate it's great um but yes that the pairing is spectacular Perfect.
0: Perfect. spectacular spectacular you think Perfect. it's a good? You think he did good?
1: Perfect. I don't know. Maybe <clears throat> we'll <Let's> see <throat> at the end of the at Let, the end of the cigar. Let's see
3: what Dave
2: has to say. Oh, right now.
3: David. Well, this bandolero man is saying one thing to me. What? Sweet, spicy cedar. Mm. That is what I get through my retrohale. Sweet, spicy cedar. There is oh. some sweeter? spice in the retrohale. That's true. That is, that is yeah. A sweet, spicy cedar, and there's a little some earth and some leathers there. Um, did you mean and- earth? Earth, yeah. Uh, what did I say? Earth, earth. There's earth. earth. There's earth. It's earth, earth. There's
0: there's a earth. <laughs> and that
3: is yeah. It's really swell. Okay, Sid.
4: <laughs> no, I'm,
1: not, I'm not. really getting any spice. The cedar note. You're not getting I, any spice. I'm, in
2: the retro? I'm not in the red. No, no spice at all. Yes, nice, rich spice off this man. This is a this is a habano wrapper. You're gonna get spice off a of habano yeah, wrapper. Baby. This is fantastic.
4: Yeah, baby.
0: I'm not getting anywhere. Boy, um, you need you're a smoking spicy, something. creamy, smooth. I yeah, do yeah, pick yeah. up some of that cedar Dave. Mm. Um the spice is kinda hanging mm. in my sinuses mm. after sinuses. I retrohale yep. it. And look at the burn on this thing. And this solid. is solid. No, right? I love that. No. Look it's at that booty all burn. all of us. Solid straight, wicked this is thin, Great. wicked thin razor thin straight burn line. Ship. It's amazing. Yep. And This is what happens every single time yep. you light up something. From uh, Bandolero. It's a great, great brand.
3: the, uh, The pairing, Paul, Nick, and
2: Paul... (laughs) <laughs> you have officially redeemed thine self. Oh boy! Yes, I figured I would, Dave. You if are, I, if you I could are, do, a, a bourbon freak, if I could do a happy dance, I would. <laughs> well, go ahead. We'll please, we'll save
0: that please. for Kendra. Please, yeah. please don't. No,
3: no I'll save that for Kendra. She can do the
1: happy dance for us. You
0: know? Keep keep the Vina under control. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, so, Paul, what are you've heard everybody else? What yep. what are your thoughts on so the I, uh, cigar? The pairing? I, pear, I, and I the would drink?
2: absolutely agree with everyone as about the. Uh, the sweet uh, spice, the earth, the leather, I got all those notes. What I what I think stands out to me with this cigar that I haven't experienced with pretty much any other cigar I've had, there's a lemon zest to this cigar. Mm. Ooh, mm. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I picked that I had this earlier mm. and I absolutely picked that up with a, with a clean palette. Um, I thought that was just a unique flavor from a cigar. Uh, it getting all the other flavors too, the spice, the the cedar, the leathers, and all that. I get
3: that as my mouth. And
2: yeah. with having a few cigars since then, and having this again today, I still get it. I think it's it's a it's a unique flavor that I'm getting from this cigar, and I think it's fantastic. The Buffalo Trace is pulling out a lot more of the sweetness for me, mm. um, and the spice. I think it's a great pairing. I think it's 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 absolutely complementary. Um, and it, it, but it, I still get that lemon zest throughout. I think it's a absolutely. Is that phenomenal. something
0: you experience more in the retro or nope. more on your palate? Yeah. No palate. That's what Palette. I get
2: after, like the the mouthfeel. That's what I it's get. It's not. It's well. I mean, I'm not saying it's not in the retro, but it's absolutely on the palate for me. Yeah, mm. that's why I
4: get.
0: I'm not. I'm not picking up lemon zest, mm. but. This is an incredibly complex cigar. There are a lot of flavors going on. There is, yeah. And that's something else about Nelson Alfonso's stuff. It's very hard to just say, hey, this cigar tastes like coffee, leather, earth. You know, it's it's his cigars just have such a great um, nuance to the flavors that sometimes it's hard to pick out what they are. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, no. you know, uh, when it's all and said and change. done, when it's all said and done, you know what it comes down to is: did you like? Do you like it or not? Do yeah. you like the flavor or not? And um, this is really good. Mm-hmm. This is one of the best bandoleros I've had. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the Picaros. The Picaros is probably my other favorite size of the bandolero. That's their Toro size cigar. Um, Nick, do you have a favorite bandolero? Do you ever go to these?
3: Hmm. Well, this is prob- new, but. Uh, thanks Nick. Nick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Nick, do you have a favorite Benelar?
1: Um it'd probably be this size here. I had the when we first got in. Thank you, Paul. You got Dais? Yeah. Um, say, Nick. So the when we got the first batch in, so I've me...
0: smoked hundreds of these. No, <laughs> I have not. Over the
1: course of my life. <laughs> I've smoked a lot. I've smoked hundreds. a lot,
0: man. <laughs> So Nelson, you need to give me some because <laughs> I buy these every freaking week.
1: I don't maybe every other week, but um and the and to start from the beginning, the old blend when we got the old when we got the old blend, I was smoking the Toro. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Toro size That's was my Becarus, favorite. Yep. Yeah. That was my favorite. This one um the 54, I always call it the 54 never by its by its name, but this one I've had the I believe the Corona size or the Petite mm. Corona size. I had a few of those, and I wasn't a fan. It was a little bit too tight of a draw for my liking.
0: Of the Series A, yeah, the Sadducees. That's yep. Barry Stein, yeah, from Cigar Authority. Yeah, he thinks that is the one of the best cigars on earth.
1: It was. It look. It was good, but the draw was a little too tight, and I just I I was a little disappointed. In that, if it was a little bit looser in the draw, I would just, I probably would have bought the box. But this one, the draw is perfect. Flavor is incredible. Mm. Complex, like you said. And the thing that I get about um, Nelson Alfonso's cigars is he has that signature uh, cedar note mm-hmm. that's in there. And it's through everything the Byrons, yep. the Adebay's, the Bandoleros. Yep. That is like his trademark signature for his cigars. And when you're smoking that, you get that. 100% through and through yeah. on every cigar, which is incredible.
2: The Bandolero, bandolero, <laughs> the bandolero Series C Calasals is, is the one that I smoke the most. I've, I've smoked that.
0: Why before. am I not surprised? Well, you the, like uh, the Bing Green. I, I, I do like not It's not as complex
2: as a cigar. Right, but right. It's, to me, it's equally uh, as flavorful, just in a different way. Uh, I had one earlier tonight. Mm. So t- t- this is my third right. road
0: today. I yeah. Well, that I'm, that says something right there is, that you're yeah. willing to go back to it. Yeah. I mean, no, idea. I am. Th- I, you know, this is one of those cigars when you're when you're considering quality for what you're paying for. Yeah. I think this is one of the best values. What's the price in, point? in the store?
1: Uh, it's thirteen fifty. I it's think. Th- th- yeah. Yeah, it goes. It ranges from thirteen bucks. Now to- this is. 15
0: yeah and this is now this is a little is this a four and a half inch cigar but it's a slow Mm -hmm. burning cigar yeah and the quality of the tobacco the flavors that you get i think creates a real value for the cigar no i think the price point's right on if you want to get if you want to look at a cigar that's going to give you the best bang for your buck oh it's hard to beat bandolero
2: correct I think it's it's a, it's a, it's it's really good, it's really good. It's Dave. What is it? Damn good! Fantastic! Freaking sweet! <laughs> hit it! Hit. Oh. Huh. Huh. It's transcendent. Huh? Yes. Yeah, I, I will absolutely <laughs> say that too.
0: And Paul, I want you to know that I am I, I have I have hit the lemon zest. You heard it All right. The the citrusy. not alone, gentlemen. The citrusy note in yep. the in the cigar. I hadn't experienced it up to this point. Mm-hmm. About an inch in. Um, but there it is, and I'm I'm picking it up. So that's that's very very interesting. Very is that yeah. that tangy? It's a tangy, sweet. it yep. a little yeah. tangy sweetness, yep. sweetness in there.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm all right. I'm cool. Gonna, and I'm going to say, Nick, you're right. I think I think it may be the the tobacco from Peru that might be adding that. That that flavor, flavor you'll really? we'll never know because you know he doesn't it doesn't disclose much other than the mm-hmm. rapper well the
1: old the old bandoleros or uh, i should say because they're still in mm-hmm. production the the first run of the bandoleros you get a lot of that mm-hmm. um and you get the the thing that caught me onto the bandoleros in the beginning when they first came out was the uh unique floral note mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. those uh that those early bandoleros came with and it was just I was hooked at that point. There was nothing like it on the market.
0: This definitely has that floral, yep. like note Correct. in the uh, room note. Yeah, I was gonna bouquet. say the room
1: note. You have that deep floral
0: bouquet, bouquet, bouquet. Yeah. bouquet. Yeah.
3: To use the right
0: word. Yes. Now, as a discussion point here, mm. you know, how important mm. is it to you guys to know the general makeup of the components of a cigar? In other words, you know, when cigars come out and say, undisclosed, 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 does that make any difference to you? Does it bother you? Does it make no difference whatsoever? You know, you know that, you know, I, I know that the reason for doing that is, you know, cigars are, they're trying to really protect the, the recipe of the components and so you say undisclosed, not because you're doing something illegal, but because you're not wanting to give the competition any kind of clue as to how to make it.
2: Mm-hmm. Correct.
0: That said, you know, I, I think some people out there, probably that kind of ticks them off. Does it tick you off or is, does it, doesn't it matter to It doesn't tick me you?
3: off, but I, at the same time, as a tobacconist, it helps us become more and more... Uh, uh, informed well it's yeah but that's only a part of it it's like you know when you're when you're trying to learn the taste of certain tobaccos you know that helps you know and i think that generalizing it by saying it's nicaraguan is good enough mm-hmm. because there's plenty of tobacco in nicaraguan that's not just you know
0: well there's different growing regions yeah uh-huh. like
3: everything and so if they say the country that's broad enough I mean, you could even say the 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 of it, and that's still even broader because you don't know how long they matured it, how long <laughs> they did this, did they do this? Did they do that? You know um, there's tobacco in here from Central and South America, so I don't know <laughs> I think I, I think they should at least be
4: Thank done you. <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: yes, yes, now, Nick,
0: what's your feeling on it?
1: Uh, I don't think it does matter for me personally as a as a consumer. It doesn't really matter. It actually uh, piques my interest.
0: Okay, so that that's actually the mysteriousness of it. Yes, kind of piques your interest
1: it, as a consumer. It it piques my interest because you know what is that you know if it's undisclosed and I already don't have you know uh, uh, anticipation of the cigar and what it's going to taste like you know what you know what am what it what am I going to pair this with? Mm-hmm. How is it going to perform? What taste am I going to get from this cigar? And for me, it's a little bit of a um, it slows me down in my smoking process because everybody knows here that I'm a power smoker.
0: Oh yes,
1: I can go through that uh, a seven-inch cigar in like
3: forty-five minutes, no problem. So, hence the reason why he didn't like to draw on the coronas.
1: <laughs> well, I just don't like a really tight. Go
0: on already, damn.
1: <laughs> I just really don't like. If it, look, that's another story for another day. We can yeah. talk about that later. Oh, we're gonna talk about it tonight. Okay, <laughs> so well, that, that's for later on in the show. But you know, for for me, you know, as it, like I said, as a consumer, it really piques my interest. On you know, I'll I'll start smoking the cigar first, see what it's gonna you know kind of giving me mm-hmm. as far as tasting notes, and then I can pair it versus. All right, I'm gonna pick up a uh, cigar. Purvey illusion. I already know what that's gonna give me. Right. Uh, you know the 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 profile because, is because already out there because he
2: tells you specifically like the uh, Criollo 98, Corojo 99. Right. You exactly. Know, Lejero, so you already kind of all this stuff. It, he, you know, is somebody that very you know he he's detailed. Right. Most of
1: most of, most of the, the the companies out there in yeah. their pro in their in their portfolio in their profile of that cigar, they're gonna give you you know the you know some tasting notes and then the the readout of the tobacco that they're gonna be using in the components.
0: Well, you raise a really interesting point and what you're raising something that frankly i had not thought about before which i think is is really cool not that you came up with something that i had not thought about but (laughs) But that is is cool (laughs) but it's cool the the idea and that is you know i have always thought that when somebody says undisclosed the driving reason for that has to be they're protecting the recipe. Mm-hmm. I agree with that But as well. what you're saying is there could be another reason, and that is
3: to... <laughs> Shut up and smoke it. Well, <laughs> no, not even no, that. you no, trying to cut is... out the preconceived exactly, notions exactly of that cigar. If, if
0: I don't tell you exactly what it is, then you have to judge the cigar on its performance on it's marriage, and not yeah. on your preconceived ideas of what thus and such tobacco's right. taste like correct. so that you come to the cigar basically with a clean slate correct and yes. no expectations and I th- and that's a very interesting thought and yeah. and because you know uh over the last several years especially i've seen more and more cigars come out with this the first time i really saw it on mass was with Byron and Atabay. Yeah, undisclosed, undisclosed, undisclosed. Uh, and now they're they're letting you know the wrapper, and they're letting you know maybe a few things that are inside there. But I've seen other cigars do it more and more since. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that might be part of it is to is to create an atmosphere where the cigar is going to be judged on what it is, and not on. The, no, your knowledge of what you think tobacco from Nicaragua, Honduras, Dominican Republic, what it's going to taste like. Because it's yeah. kind of
3: like, you know, like what's a hot tobacco wrapper right now is probably like the San Andreas, and, you know, like mm-hmm. another one comes out with San Andreas, and you're like, not another San Andreas, like here we go again. You know, it could yeah. give you some kind of like a bias to it,
0: mm-hmm. I mean.
2: Um so yeah I can understand that.
0: What do you think about all that Paul? I, any, any thoughts? It, it
2: doesn't bother me at all if if I don't know where, what the tobacco was or where it comes from. Mm-hmm. I would as a tobacconist like to know for my own personal uh you know need and, mm-hmm. and that way I can at least maybe share the information with the customers to help to educate them a little bit, but it doesn't bother me like again one of the uh, cigars that we all thought was the number one cigar from last year the perdomo 10-year mm-hmm. is all nicaraguan that's all you know all- nicaraguan bo- rubber binder filler doesn't say we know it's coming from his farms we think right i mean that's perdomo makes his own tobacco so uh but doesn't say anything about what specifically he's using mm-hmm. um but i think there's also a mysteriousness with cigars like this mm-hmm. and it makes you want to try it when you like, to me and we also think maybe he was hiding something, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> There's something that he doesn't want to, uh, people to know for various reasons. But it's true. I think too it's it it creates a sense of mis- of mystery, mm-hmm. and I think it's that much more appealing to get a cigar mm. like that. So, like you say, so you can judge it for yourself, right? And right, not right. not have that a preconceived notion of what you think it's going to taste like.
1: As a, I'm sorry, Danny, to cut you off. But as a, a tobacco, sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> as a, a, from a tobacconist standpoint, it it is very mysterious in that point. But when it, re- it you you have to rely pretty much on your tasting notes for yourself and try to translate that into into you know your own words for the customer as well, because somebody coming in and seeing the undisclosed. They're gonna be like, okay, well, they're gonna be you're trying to steer away from it and go to Tatuaje or Perdomo or Monte Cristo because they already know it. So it, it relies heavily on our skill to sell that cigar as yeah, well. I agree. So it, it brings us to another level yep. to really kind of get to the, get to the cigar, take your time and kind of bring up your own tasting notes mm. and relate that to the customer. Yeah. When they come in and you know and help sell that cigar and get them into that cigar, so it's it's for me it's very intriguing. It's very exciting to try to get somebody into like a Byron or an Atabey when they're trying to look up that online and they're like, okay, well it doesn't say any information on the cigar like every other cigar out there. Mm-hmm. So then
2: you have to kind of you know work
1: them a little bit and then elevate your skill on that set cigar.
2: So I'll take for example uh, the Nicaraguan. Uh, 1935 anniversary cigar we just got in a few weeks ago. The Monte ago, okay? Cristo, okay. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, Monte Cristo. So that cigar is just all Nicaraguan. We know yep. who made it, yep. okay? Doesn't say what it is. We've all had it. And to me, it's the best Monte Cristo I've ever had.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay?
2: And you take that that excitement and passion for a cigar like that, and you can help sell that to the customer. You tell them what, what flavors, what, what, what aromas you're getting out of it, uh, the experience, and... They'll see it in your face yeah. if you're really and truly excited about it. They're going to buy it. Yep. Yeah. If it fits their profile, they're going to. even if they want to take a chance on it, they're going to buy it. Yeah. Right. right. So it, it doesn't take much. If you if you don't like a cigar, they're going to read that on your on your oh, face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it helps to for us to be able to explain the flavors that we're getting out of it, what they can expect, and then yeah. immediately, I think nine times out of ten, they're going to take mm-hmm. our word for it. Absolutely. All right. I
0: let, agree. Let me bring up another uh point here on the the bandolero line when they originally came out bandoleros came out in these tin humidified jars mm-hmm. and there was a point where that was kind of a selling point you know and in, in that when you bought a jar of bandolero you were getting a little humidor you know so that you know that was part of the part of the selling point of the of the series at the same time, you know, when you're displaying those, that they've got this incredible artwork on the outside, but you don't see the cigars. Correct. Right. Now um, Nelson has, has put the bandoleros into boxes, mm-hmm. regular 20-count boxes, and now when they're on the shelf, you see the cigars that are inside. And I would like to know what you guys think. You know, do you prefer... The jar, or you, do you prefer the box? Was that a good move? The, you know, the, you know the, the jar is a classic Cuban thing to do.
1: It is, if. And
0: that was, that, was his, that was his thing. Um, but what do you guys, and now he's doing the traditional box thing, which, which most cigar shops in the U.S. are used to. Um, is that move something to just accommodate to us? Or do you think that there are actual pluses to, to doing that?
2: For two Twofold, yes. I think it was a fantastic move to move it to boxes. First, you can see the cigars. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not celloed. Yep. All right. They, in, and since we brought those boxes into the humidor, I think we've sold more Bandoleros than we probably ever have in a, in a mm-hmm. specific point of time.
0: I've seen that, too.
2: Yeah, all right. And again, uh, we we are offering the A, the T, and the C mm-hmm. a series. Um, and I think it's a, it's a... It's a plus uh twofold for the cigars to be represented in a box where you can actually see them. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. They look fantastic. <laughs> they taste fantastic. Um and it I think it just it's just a much better uh retail uh setup too for us. Oh it, yeah. It looks beautiful. It really, really looks beautiful. Yeah. Um
1: I definitely piggyback on that. It it the jars even though they were more of a classic cuban esque uh presentation right with the boxes now they're uncelloed which is another classic cuban look yes and the presentation is absolutely beautiful cigars are beautiful everybody's coming up and looking at yeah. them a little bit more cuz when you have the jars you only see the top of the cigars yeah you don't really see the whole cigar if they're open if they're open exactly they're placed better on the retail shelves um, mm-hmm. You can see them properly, and like I said, the presentation is just yeah. catching yeah, And the artwork,
0: the artwork that was on the jars is now on the inside of the boxes. Yeah. So you're not yeah. losing You're not losing
1: that. any of it. Yep. You're gaining. So he, he did yeah. a very good job going to the boxes versus the jars.
0: Now, Dave, you have a uh, Tobacco Tobacconist University Word of the Week. Word of the Week. Yes, every week we try and have a Tobacco National University Word of the Week, and uh dave do you have it up i can, do
1: can you pronounce it i don't know this is going to be a
0: topic
1: <laughs> what's the word it's a good
3: so today is back in his oh, university that's, that's, word that's of the day, which super is, hard is, is it, i think totally fits the overall theme of tonight is blending Ooh. say that one more time blending blending blending
0: you're really reaching deep, huh,
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which requires a master blender.
4: <laughs> to blender <out> the <laughs> recipe
3: of a particular cigar to the rollers. The recipe consists of precisely measured amounts of specific fillers, binders, and wrapper leaves. Blending. Okay. Well. I can totally
0: agree that Nelson Alfonso is a master blender, mm-hmm. and that he really knows how to blend a very complex, nuanced cigar, uh, using the finest tobaccos that are out there, and um, uh, you can really enjoy it in in a in a way that you really get to with a lot of other cigars that are out there. Very, few, there are other people out there, you know, of course, on his level, but. You know he, he he's really really very very good mm-hmm. at creating these things. Um, now you notice, Dave and I. You know we're we're guys, stacking dimes here. You mm. are. Look at the burn. Yep. On that. It's <sighs> incredible.
2: It. You bur- your You're stacking nickels. Stacking the nicks.
0: This cigar is burning perfectly. It's awesome. Um, are we ready for a little cigar confession, Dave? Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. My cigar confession, Pastor Padrone's cigar confession, and that is please, please, please do not rush your cigar. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Cadence matters. The rate at which you draw on the cigar matters. And One of the things that I have been appreciating, especially with smoking Nelson Alfonso's cigars, is that um, taking your time with it and taking even lighter puffs on the cigar, lighter draws on the cigar, opens your palate up to more nuances and flavors than you would get otherwise. And as a matter of fact, if you, you know, really suck on your cigar and really try and drain it, you know, like you're a freaking vampire trying to get all the lifeblood <laughs> out of it at once, the heat from that is going to disrupt the flavors that you're supposed to be getting from that yeah. cigar.
1: It's not going to burn uh, the correct It's not going to,
0: that's right. You know, because the, the flavors that you're getting are, of course, not from what's burning. But from the heat that is going through the rest of the leaves, heating them up, steaming them up, and that's what's creating the flavor. It's not what's burning at the top. This ash is not what you're tasting. It's what's down here that you're tasting, as those flavors get drawn through the cigar. Mm -hmm. And the ash
1: controls the temperature. The ash
0: controls the temperature. So if you... Oh, look at that. Perfect. Um, So... The rate at which you enjoy a cigar really, really matters. Paul, do you agree with me, or I, do you think I, I'm just uh, I, no? Full I, of
2: crap? I I absolutely do. I uh, I try <laughs> as much as I can to relax when I'm having my cigar. Although more at work, we don't have that luxury, mm-hmm. and I certainly don't have that luxury when I'm taking my dog for a walk. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Oh my goodness! I, I have a tendency to probably, you know. Uh, power smoke my cigars a little bit more than i would like when i'm on the on my walk but am i when i'm at home if i'm on the back deck of my little condo um i will relax take a time with the cigar mm-hmm. you know you know just just really really enjoy it and try to really just try to get those flavors out of the cigar that i'm looking for
3: dave what about you does it matter to you it, it totally does, and it's something really? I've learned over time. You know, you really got to listen to the cigar. Mm, uh, you got to you cigar. Gotta watch your ash. And wash your ash. Dude. You got to wash your ash. <laughs> Make sure it's clean so you get a good draw off the cigar. The, uh, oh, God. You don't want a cone on your tip. I don't think God had anything to do with no. it. No, I agree. <laughs> you don't want a cone on your tip. You don't want a what? You don't want a cone on your tip want it to be pretty straight <laughs> Don't want to corner you your, your cigar yes you that's don't want true. to cone it
0: when you when you get in the cone that means you're smoking you it, too, it fast, too fast it's burning incorrectly and that means you're not gonna your cigar's gonna taste funny and mm. i i you
3: know or not taste the way it's you, supposed to you see yes.
0: customers who are like this tastes funny to me mm. and you've got this big cone on the end well i can tell you why it's tasting funny you need to slow down a little bit mm. you're not you're not paying attention to what you're doing you know a cigar is really something that you enjoy while you're relaxing. And to Paul's point, you know, you know one of the perks of being uh, at a smoke shop is that you can enjoy a smoke or a pipe while you're working. But that, you, you know, there's a lot of work that needs done. So it's not mm-hmm. like you have the time to just sit and focus on what it is. And so typically when I'm working, you know, at Twins, you're not going to see me smoking a bandolero. Not because I don't like the Bandolero or I don't think it's a good value, but because if I'm going to smoke a Bandolero, I want to be sitting Correct. and really being able Enjoying to to, to give the cigar the, the, uh, the attention that it needs because this is this is something that's going to really help you relax, mm-hmm. unwind. You know, Cigars are aromatherapy, and Bandolero is one of those cigars where we've all talked about it, the, the bouquet of the cigar is fantastic. You really want to be in a position where you can enjoy it. Right, Nick? Yes.
1: I do when I'm at home. I enjoy it. Yeah. Very much so when I'm at home.
0: When I'm at home, my double diggers last a full hour.
1: (laughs) They do. They do. As
0: opposed to the 36 minutes when I'm smoking them at the store.
1: 45 minutes when I'm at the store.
0: But that's because you have to. Put it down and that's you know, correct yes yes
1: that's correct we have to you know work yeah.
0: and sell put it cigars down and are clean i and... pick things up and i put them down you know, I, yes. I pick cigars up and i put them down all no, yes, no. they do mm-hmm. is asylum
2: is asylum 880. Last eight minutes that were. That's not true it at all. Lasts that is not eighty. When he's home, that is. Yeah. That is not true. He takes a puff at and all. it's gone. Hey, Paul, watch this. <gasps> <gasps> oh, it's gone. Did, you see it's that?
3: gone. Did you see that? Did you see that, <laughs> you see that cloud? That's not true at, at all. all. It's like he's vaping. When I'm at, when I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> <That> is,
4: <laughs> whoa!
1: <laughs> My lord. Oh. <laughs> when i'm at when i'm at home and at the end of the night when you know uh, you know, right before I take a shower and everything, go down <laughs> into my smoking room. You smoke
3: in your shower? Come on! I don't. My wife will kill. Me.
1: If I could smoke in the shower and smoke in bed, just like Winston Churchill, this I cigar would do Seems
0: so. wet to me. <laughs> I would. I would probably do set a little things.
1: umbrella for. <laughs>
0: where's my torch? I'm going to show you who's boss. You stinking. I snake. would have
1: a, a. I would have a hairnet just for the cigar. A hairnet for the cigar. A hairnet, a hairnet just for the cigar. But um, <laughs> but when I'm at home in in my smoking room, I usually take about two to three hours on a cigar because I want to take my time. You know, I've I know you know I'm known for power smoking the cigars, and I and I do I do all the time. You
0: you talk about it a lot. I I do.
1: That's my thing. I'd probably see Nick with
3: a with a face mask, cucumbers on his eyes, sitting in a bathtub smoking a cigar.
1: (laughs) I'd love to do that, but I'm pretty sure my wife would divorce me immediately. (laughs) Um, But when I'm in my smoking room at the end of the night, I usually take about two or three hours on a Toro, um, and whatever drink two to three hours, two to three hours on a on a Churchill. Or Toro, um, and whatever I'm drinking, a lot of times it's anything above 100 proof with no ice whatsoever.
0: So basically, you're too stoned to go fast, is what you're saying? No, oh, no, yeah.
1: absolutely oh. not. And I'm just my, taking man, my time no. with
0: it. Look, the cigar I'm is just, still
1: there. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> oh. yes. I'm just taking my time, tasting the cigar, it's just staring it, at the smoke curls, letting it uh, talk to me, letting it, you know, do its thing, and pairing it with the drink, and just enjoying that time. And that, honestly, you know, is... I honestly find that hard to believe. <laughs> I'll have to have you come over one we'll, night. and We'll have we can, to do that. We'll have to, we'll have, have, to. We'll have, to yes. have a and go and smoke at Nick's place. And you guys can come over, and we can we can smoke. And, and the like whole said, show
0: will be watching Nick. This is <laughs> how long, seeing how long it lasts. We can
1: have a, a Nick Offerman moment. <laughs> <and everybody has. laughs> we don't have to say anything. We're just going to smoke cigars and uh drink scotch bourbon whiskey yeah. we'll film it rum. black and white this
2: should, should be good we should have a show in the chicken coop yes yeah, we'd all fit in there too <laughs> probably would be really. able to fit in there
0: you said this cable there, right? there's no cable
2: but uh <laughs> like is
0: internet
1: no but we gotta we're, we're gonna be going on vacation uh in a couple months to and puerto they'll, rico they'll so have wi-fi then so i have to uh
0: do the chickens watch on the sheep
1: iclux no they don't they don't (laughs) they don't know (laughs) so we're gonna have to uh configure something about the beating and uh yeah maybe put some solar panels in there for them or something i don't don't know. know
0: i maybe that would get us somewhere like to a quarter of what the ladies night takeover views have gotten maybe we'll see you know having having those ladies on it, it was just like it's putting us out of business it is the number of views those those ladies have had yes they're closing in on 900 views after mm. two weeks mm. it's unbelievable unbelievable um paul you had some deep thoughts that you wanted to share with us tonight yes it's deep
2: uh, thoughts. deep thoughts, thoughts with paul by pablo maduro just wanted to shake things up a little bit tonight Ooh, and uh, shake have you guys six. excellent contemplate maybe life for a bit Give me a second here to bring this up. Contemplating
0: life with a bandolero. Well. And Paul.
2: (laughs) Maybe just a bandolero. (laughs) (laughs) So basically just a question I have for you gentlemen. Yes. If today was the last day on this earth, what would you do? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Nick Just get it out of the way Just tell us what we all already know
3: Smoke it if you got it
2: Maybe you oh think God. about all I'm not going to preface it but let me just say this This is your last day on earth Last day? How would you spend your last day on earth?
1: I would. I would go home and spend it with my wife and my dog That's it? that's it man nothing else you wanted to do in life i'd <clears throat> i'd get the i'd get some moonshine so we have some moonshine of course relax <laughs> let, let me finish now let me finish I'm getting more to where we all thought it let was me going. finish yes. all right okay so sorry. we have we have a bottle of clear from puerto rico <laughs> yeah <laughs> what you do? that we have you know remember those uh those big 10 dollar wine jugs that you get at uh, home depot i'm oh, not home at depot home
0: depot <laughs> at market basket this is where nick gets his wine from home depot because so, it comes in so bigger, bigger boxes at home depot it does Those big box stores make big wine boxes
1: that's true but i would sit with <laughs> that jug of clear and be with my wife and my dog and drink that until i'm gone
0: Mm. Until you're gone? Until, until I'm gone. gone. Until, until the Earth, earth goes poop.
1: That, I would I would spend it with my wife and my dog and clear. That's what I would do. Clearly. Clearly. Okay. Dave? Dave. Jeez. He would buy as much Mountain Dew as he can
2: possibly. <laughs> and, and combos. And combos. <laughs> and uh, he struck an nerve there.
0: hold Baby Yoda close until it was
4: all... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Until his eyes were bleeding. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> #Hashtag Too soon.
4: <laughs> watch. He's
0: actually going to say something really deep that's going to make us all cry. Yeah,
1: watch probably.
3: You know, that's that's funny. I would, I would, if I knew this was my last day, I wouldn't show up for work. I would, I would, I would just drive, and I would walk up to the tallest mountain that I could go to, and I would just sit at the top and just bask in the glory that is was given to me to see that's what i would do okay, okay. would you
0: take your boys with you or yeah
3: would you go by I, would, yourself? I would take and i would call everybody who i want to be with and if i could get them to all to go i that's who i would yeah okay that's cool that's cool i dig it i would take some clear with me too <laughs> yeah, all
0: right, All right. I'll
3: be right. <laughs> stopping at Twins on the way. I
4: know.
0: Smoker, <laughs> got him. I'm not showing up to work today, but I'm going to a mountain because the world is ending. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I mean, would anybody really show up to work on the last day? Come on. on. Everybody would, like, there would be a mob scene. Let's go, let's I would go. work if I had a full 24 hours.
1: I would show up in the morning and bug sean out of his mind i would do it i would i make would the, i would cruise up in
3: kurt's vault and i would take some vsgs and i would go right up to that mountain top. i would i would do a <laughs> full
1: day of work i would do a full day of work i wouldn't waste my time i would
3: nope why not crack those vsgs and go right up go go. go out in a good note I maybe pray some tats isn't listening yep yep it's my last day i don't care what happens Last day. it's my last day i'd want to be in fiji with my wife you wouldn't get to Fiji by the time the day
0: went. <laughs> I know. Fiji's like a long way away. I would, I would want to be in some <laughs> warm, tropical place and enjoying being with my wife hmm. on the beach.
4: Yeah. I
0: love my girls. Yep. But they're optional. <laughs> <laughs> I want my wife on the beach. That's that's what I want. You know... Enjoy a cigar, enjoy a pipe. Mm. Mandy would probably rather me drink than smoke a pipe or a cigar.
3: (laughs) She'd probably smoke on that day. Maybe. I
2: don't know. What about you, Paul? I would probably take Nicole and do something that I always wanted to do but never had the nerve to do it. Skiing? And, and, nope. I'm, I'm skiing. Skydiving? Yes. Uh, that's it. Paragliding? No, skydiving. I, I'd take I, her I, to I, see I, the I, Rocky would, Horror <laughs> Picture Show. I would go... <laughs> that's so boring. I would, I, would, I would go on a plane that would take you to the highest level you possibly could, and then just jump out, the two of us, and just, just let gravity do its work. And what's, the, what's the worst uh, that's going to happen? I mean, if the parachute doesn't open, it's your last day on Earth, anyways. So that's a good point. you're gonna go out with High a bang. High speed dirt. You're gonna go up. You won't feel a thing. So you might as well enjoy the view mm-hmm. while you got it. It only lasts what, maybe five, ten minutes tops, mm-hmm. depending upon the altitude that you're bailing yeah. out at. Mm. That's what I would do.
0: Mm, that's a very interesting question. You, you can.
2: See, my second choice would be to go to a beach and just sit
0: there and watch. Yeah, the water. See?
2: Paul, you and I are in So sleep. watch the sun go down. It's two extremes, yeah. but I would, I would if i had just one thing to do that's the one thing i would absolutely love to. but with nicole oh yeah absolutely take her yeah yeah, it's it's you know you you do things together she would she's my life partner so
0: and with the wife and the dog
1: with the wife and the dog i'd go home and and
0: don't you have more than one dog
1: uh the other one passed away oh Oh, really i didn't didn't know
0: that nick i'm sorry that's
1: okay appreciate it guys (laughs) um but yeah go home with the wife and and dog man that's
2: but you had a me. second one. It passed. Oh, the the second one passed? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, man. I'm sorry about that. That's all right, bro.
0: It's all right. People, let's all have a moment of silence for Nick's dog. Thank you. Okay, that's it. And we're back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the uh final verdict here on the Bandolero Serie A audaces from Selected Tobacco brought to us by United Cigar Group.
3: I'm very put out. What?
0: You know, that means you're upset.
3: Yes. So why? So Cuz it's ending. <laughs> this is absolutely fantastic. I love I'm in, totally in love with this creamy, smooth, spicy, sweet, cedary, retrohale. Mm-hmm. It's intoxicating. Mm-hmm, and the yeah. drink is doing nothing but amplifying it and it yep. is just the most enjoyable experience I've had since uh smoking those VS- last week with the
2: gin. No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Since uh
3: the episode we had with Kurt where he shared those VSGs. That, that was that was incredible.
4: This is Paul was oh. not here
3: for that one. No, no that was this was sad. absolutely amazing.
0: Nick final thoughts.
1: Final thoughts. Do you recommend this cigar? Uh I always recommend this cigar. Yeah
0: I know every cigar but it's do you really, every ever every cigar Smoked hundreds of them blah, whatever blah, they want to get
1: into man even the quorums if they want to get into that's a fantastic cigar guy mm-hmm. um <laughs> what <laughs> but with the pairing you're gonna cry tonight the deep
4: <laughs> I can't I
1: can't get over the deep burnt caramel or just caramel toffee caramel toffee on the finish with this cigar just brings out that beautiful sweet uh floral note in there. It's just and then the richness of the cigar, it's a perfect, perfect cigar and the Buffalo Trace is is amazing. Amazing.
0: Great cigar. Perfect pairing. you um, did incredible, Paul. I'm I'm really
4: yeah it,
0: it, you know, and it i know nick suggested the buffalo trace but you paired it with the cigar <laughs> and so
3: the, you know he gets the credit paul <laughs> the drunken master you did
0: it you did a great job this this was a great bourbon it is kudos to you thank you appreciate the it. the pairing here is fantastic absolutely paul knew when to bring it up and yep. that's awesome the burn on this cigar it is flawless yep yeah and it, it, it's hard for me to describe this cigar you know it's uh, very complex it's very nuanced there's a ton of different flavors going on it's it smooth changes. it's creamy oh. it up changes it is a really really extremely pleasant smoke yeah it's great to it's great to hold it feels great i love the way the wrapper feels in my hands of course i love bit. the way it smells mm. i love the taste i love the the um, finish it leaves in your mouth, uh, the bouquet of the um, uh, smoke is, it, it, it's a great cigar. Mm. Paul?
2: This cigar is not excellent. <gasps> this cigar is not fantastic. I despise it. <laughs> <laughs> this cigar is not even transcendent. Ooh, what, what word is You're it going to go, Everybody got to be quiet. It's the word time. of the day, people. This is sublime. sublime. Woo! New catchphrase. Thank you. This is probably one of, this is going to go down as one of my favorite cigars now, unfortunately. It's got to be top five. Unfortunately, because it is a little bit more pricey than <laughs> I normally would, you know, pay for, but I'll make the exception. This has been, and like Dan said, it's it's a lot going on here, lots of flavors. It's hard to describe, but it's very complex, love the the spicy sweetness, the the cedar, that, still getting some of that lemon zest out of it mm-hmm. it's just a an yep. absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. cigar
0: as the cigar has gone on that citrusy lemony you're describing as lemony that mm-hmm. th- that zest mm-hmm. is definitely there yep. and i'm picking yeah. up more of that as it goes it's uh, an excellent cigar i totally recommend it
3: um i'm also are... getting a hint of break dust
0: of break dust Dave replaced his brakes today on the car. That's your fingers. Well, well not yeah, mine. So he's
2: actually tasting <laughs> his new girlfriends No, and yeah. his new girlfriend.
4: <laughs> don't say that. His new girlfriend. Oh, though. she tastes like pads. <laughs> that's, uh,
0: <laughs> that's a that's a hell of a description. That's bad, Dave. You just yeah. At this point, I think it, the smartest thing for us to do is to go to our intermission. Yeah, we'll be back in a few minutes. Stay tuned. All right, everybody, we're back. Thanks for hanging in there. And uh, now we are switching to the pipe, and we are looking at one of the newcomers in the tobacco world, and that is Windjammer from GLPs. And from the tin, I will read what's on the uh, tin here to you. Uh, rich and satisfying cut cake comprising sweet, ripe Virginia's, nutty burlies, Unflavored toasted black Cavendish, Mm. and a generous Mm -hmm. measure of perique. A splash of dark rum ties it all together and adds a bit more sweetness. As you enjoy this slow, clean-burning flake, you'll find hints of cocoa, black walnuts, and dried fruits, enhancing complex natural tobacco goodness. Full on the palate, with a delightful Mm. aroma, enjoy smooth sailing with Windjammer. Gregory Pease, the guy who actually came up with this recipe. Amen. Uh, like all GLP's blends, this is manufactured by Cornell and Deal for him. It is a Virginia Parique blend or slash Navy Flake, depending on how you want to um, uh, categorize it. Black Cavendish, Burley Parique, Virginia. Those are the components. There is dark rum that's added to this as a, uh, rums and and stuff are often added to flakes. As a matter of fact, you know when you add rum to a, uh, flake, navy flake is almost what you're going to come up with because our pirates, sailors, oh, yeah. rum—that's what they do with their tobacco, and uh it is a flake tobacco. And we are continuing smoking the Buffalo Trace Kentucky bourbon. We're smoking, smoking it. We're smoking it. Oh, I mean, we're drinking it. We're, uh, drinking, we're, it. Drinking. we're, we're drinking it. We're We're drinking. Is it. really what there is. There is rum in the backing, but we're drinking the Buffalo Trace. Um, Are you sure? Fl- yes, I am. At this point, I am sure. Flake tobacco has been around for you know about three hundred years. Oh, And and uh, it was invented out of necessity, out of convenience. It really did come about out of the the um, shipping trade and sailors, and 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 that was the main way to get around from continent to continent, country to country back then. And when you were on a ship, you might be gone for months, you might be gone for years. And uh, smoking a pipe is, you know, it, I mean, look, the Gordon's fisherman, what has he got? He's got a pipe. You know, you think of. You know people Bitch. who sh- are on ships, fishermen, you always think of them as smoking a pipe, smoking this really strong stuff, and uh ribbon cut tobacco just did not last on a ship. it just it the the um uh, it just dried out too fast. All the flavor comes from the oils that are in the leaf, and if that all goes away. If the tobacco completely dries out you're not really going to get much flavor and so there was all of this you know trying this that and the other what can we do in order to make tobacco last for long periods of time and and so one of the things sailors started to do was take some rum and wet their tobacco with it and press it together with their hands into cakes and it would do two things it would compress the tobacco so that you could get a what was a big chunk of it once it's wet with the tobacco with the with the rum it would take up a smaller space it would be much more compact and then because you create this kind of block of tobacco there is less uh, of the uh, tobacco surface area exposed to the air so it holds its moisture for a lot longer period of time and so that became a great thing for ships was carrying around these blocks of tobacco and they would the sailors would cut off slices from the block which were called flakes and they would put those into their pipe and smoke it now we're you know that is still enjoyed today all these hundreds of years later not really because it's so much more convenient to carry it but because you can create a whole lot of different nuances with that pressing of the tobacco that creates different kinds of flavors than you can just by having different ribbons next to each other one guy who i um uh one article i read uh described it in in the difference between uh the taste you get from a salad and the taste you get from a cake that with a salad you taste all the individual things, but they're all kind of loose. They're not connected to each other. But with a cake, everything's kind of baked together at once, and you're getting one taste of, of the, and the, all those ingredients are experienced in a much different way when it's baked into a cake. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Interesting analogy, Kinda, yes. It's I... an interesting analogy. I don't think it's perfect no, but it's, because it's, it's salad and cake sense, are though. two completely different things. But it makes sense. But it makes sense in its own way. All right. <laughs> So um, I'm going to show you here uh, how to pack your pipe with uh, flake tobacco. And um, here it is here. So you can see what's inside. When you open it up, this is what's inside the tin of GOP's Windjammer. And you've got these um, flakes of tobacco. It's not ribbon. It's stuff that's been... Uh, pressed and then it's a very gentle flakes they kind of fall apart very easily okay now there are different ways to do this and I want to show you um, three different ways that you can pack your pipe using flake tobacco and uh, in some ways it may depend on the pipe in some ways it may depend on your own personal preference as to how you like to experience the tobacco one way to do it is to take some flakes out like that and uh rub the flake out like this rub it out rub it out let's put the wind jammer there so that people can see the wind jammer and um just using the tips of your fingers break up the flakes so it's back into this kind of ribbon-like format here and you get this stuff here you can see that okay and then in a pipe like this maybe with a smaller bowl um you take the tobacco and and using the kind of uh gravity method you put the tobacco into the pipe like that fill her up take your tamper and press it down into there you want to press it down if you're doing this kind of method until the pipe is maybe half full and then you take Uh, Some more tobacco. I'm just going to um, dump it in there using the uh, paper here from the inside of the tin. And then I'll press that down until the pipe is about uh, two-thirds, maybe a quarter full. Then I'll take the rest of it, pour it out on top. And press it back down again like that and you want to see so that there's a little bit of bounce to it okay but um, you want it to be pretty well tight in there You see that like that so if I take my tamper go like that you can see there's a little bit of bounce to it but it's tight it's tight in there and drawing on it you want the draw on the pipe to be feeling like you're taking water through a straw. If you feel like you're getting air through a straw, it's too loose. If you feel like you're sucking on a Wendy's Frosty through a straw, it's too tight. And the wonderful thing about a pipe is if it's too tight, you dump it out, you, you do it again. You have the opportunity to uh, control the kind of draw that you want on your pipe. Now, another way to do it, in a pipe like this for instance where you've got a very wide bowl um, but a very kind of a narrow bowl not narrow but it's wide but not so incredibly deep you might take the flakes as they come out of the tin let me see if I can get some good thicker flakes out of here like this take the flakes and basically bend them in half and put the flake inside like that now when you do that and you're not breaking it up you don't want to use your tamper so much because the flakes are thicker okay and you're dealing with thicker pieces of tobacco so you don't want them so tightly packed that you can't get any air into there so again you take take some tobacco fold it in half put it on there and using your fingers and thumbs, you get it down, and you want it down right below the rim of the bowl so that it's like that. Okay? A third way you can do it is, especially if you have a pipe like this that's very deep and very tall, you can take whole flakes like this, just as they are, and just put them into your pipe, straight up and down and just kind of jam it in there, you know, put the tops down so that it all fits into your pipe and boom! You've loaded your pipe. Okay? Now if we, um, I don't know that you can see it if we do this. Let's see Can I get down here and show you how to do this? Yep, that's good. Okay. Take my Karibi lighter here. Mm. My Karibi. Very nice.
3: You'll notice as he's lighting, the tobacco will rise. And then he'll tamp it down. And then relight.
0: Yep. It's called basically the false light.
3: Sometimes this process can take two or three times, maybe Mm -hmm. more, depending on how moist the tobacco is. See that?
0: Now that's all ready to go.
3: Dan will be smoking all three pipes tonight. <laughs> all right, you want to switch?
0: Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, okay. So there you go. That's how you load your pipe using uh, flake tobacco. And I might go back and forth between all three pipes tonight. <coughs> might as well, right? I mean, I put the tobacco in there. Might as well use it. And it's darn Whoa. good tobacco. If you <laughs> need help,
1: I can. I can help smoke okay. one of those pipes.
0: So, um, well, I'm getting this thing started here what is your impressions of the tobacco and the pairing so far
2: oh so the first notes that i was getting out of the tobacco was like a candied fruit Mm -hmm. and i'm going to say that the rum adds that candied part to the virginias Mm -hmm. so virginia's would get a lot more maybe like a dried fruit or a stone fruit this is uh amped up a bit uh, the aroma is really intoxicating mm. i can't i can't put my finger on what flavor it is but it, i'm just going to say it's a candied fruit mm-hmm. nice spice woody little hay uh just just really really uh, flavorful tobacco mm. with the drink with the buffalo trace it's uh pushing back the sweetness the candied fruit to the background and bringing the, more of the woody spice to the foreground. So I think it's a very complimentary pairing. Um, it's, it's not changing anything. It's not giving me a flavor that I wouldn't have had on its own. It's just bringing out a little bit more of the, uh, the woody spice hay uh, flavors to the, fore, to the foreground and just pushing back the, uh, the, the candied fruit to the background a little bit.
0: Nick, what about you? What, what's your first impressions here? Well,
2: the
1: tobacco in itself, I definitely have to agree with Paul. I think the rum in there is giving the sweetness some depth. Mm -hmm. You definitely get some of that hay, earth, um, and a little smoky aspect to it um, with the drink.
0: (laughs) Could that be the burning? (laughs) Maybe. It's It's a possibility.
1: Um, Tastes smoky. With the drink... (laughs) I would and i hate to disagree with paul because mm-hmm. i love paul go but, ahead and disagree with me okay with the with the drink for me it is a contrasting pairing it i think the drink is enhancing a little bit of that sweet note but that is it it is masking maybe some of the complexities that i may be looking for and i had I've had uh, Windjammer before when we first got it. I bought a uh, tin of it and I loved it. There was really some deep complexity about mm. this, uh, about the tobacco. But with this pairing, it, it's, it's kind of overshadowing a little bit of the of the Windjammer a little bit. Like the the sweet note in there, the Virginia, that deep sweetness is really kind of uh, enlightening it a little bit. But that's it. The complexity that I originally got from it, it was, you know, bright. It was complex. You get all these types of flavors. But with this pairing, for me, I think it's only uh, the the sweet, deep, deep. It deep, is, deep, it deep. Deep. It's coming so deep, through. Can you, can you say deep one more time? Deep. I don't think we've heard it enough. Deep, <laughs> deep, deep. Um, deep. <laughs> that deep sweetness is coming through but nothing else it's it's overshadowing the complexity of that this tobacco
0: has in my opinion dave paul or Um, nick or do you have a third opinion
3: uh i'm actually i'm i'm on both their sides Uh, to me (sighs) i feel like i kind of agree with nick a little bit but i feel like it's still a complimentary pairing but I'm getting all of the stuff that I usually get in my mouth feel through the retrohale. I feel like it's just, to me, it's just changed place. I'm getting a very sweet, very um, pronounced uh, retrohale, and it's, 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 it's weird because it's just, it because it changed place instead of it being on on my tongue or on my palate it's in my it's in my nose what the, the rec- heck it doing
0: out. in my nose yeah. it's supposed to be what in my heck? palate
3: what the heck man it's Ooh. crazy i don't understand it but it, it's really good sweet and Mary and, Joseph. and uh you know i like it and you like it i like it you like it i like it mm. all right um dan danny
0: You know, one of the things that I'm going to talk about tonight is how these three different ways of packing your pipe with a flake will impact your experience of the tobacco. And, you know, I showed three different ways. There's probably other ways to pack your pipes. How did you do it, Paul? How did you... Pack your pipe with this tobacco.
2: I uh, I just kind of just jammed it in there. Didn't really fold it. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, I, I took I did, flakes flake.
0: I just jammed it in there with my Ooh, thumb, your Daddy. <laughs> I, it down. I would fold.
2: say the, the the third way that you showed was the yeah. way I did it. I didn't I didn't fold it in there. I just kind you of just Took the flakes. Took the flakes put, put, them put them in there. Just jammed it in there with my thumb. Mm-hmm. And just packed it a little bit with the uh, tamper and. And let it, you know, like I okay. said, let it pack, let it pack, and that was it. Okay,
0: uh,
3: Nick, what about you? What did you do? Nicotine.
2: I would just jam it in there. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, um, you're like no, you just, no,
3: I, no. I, I folded it in there. You
1: folded it. So I you did the second it, method. Yeah. I did the second method. Um, and also I have a wider, a wider bowl. No. Yep. Um, and like,
0: like this, we we did it the same way in the same style yep. pipe.
1: Yep. Um, the first time I had this was in a smaller bowl Mm -hmm. a little bit more narrower a little bit longer a taller i should say Mm -hmm. in uh kind of what you have there Mm -hmm. in my peterson Mm -hmm. so with that it probably did smoke a little bit different um but yes i did uh fold it and put it on in there
0: dave what about you what did what method did you choose to do to fill your pipe
3: um I folded it and stuffed it in. You folded it. it. I you did. did you did I, the I did second method. What, third? You took the flakes, yeah, folded
0: them in half. That's the second method. Yeah, yeah, that's the a second.
3: Yeah. Okay. Second all day, peeps. hmm And is that the way you normally do it? That is the way I normally do it, yeah. I feel like uh like with that with um whether it's uh a flat flake. Or like a crumbled flake, like this is, or you know, flat like a flake. All flakes oh, yeah. are flat. Well, no, like, like Portsmouth shipyard, you actually <laughs> get like a, <laughs> a
0: <laughs> what?
2: What? Please, please, shipyard. Please tell me we're recording that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> my That's got <better> to go <laughs> on the <laughs> soundboard.
3: <laughs> yeah. So with Portsmouth shipyard. <laughs> Better girl. It's it's a straight flake, you know. It's actually been like sliced right off of a cake, uh, where this is kind of like a crumbled flake, you know. It's like yeah, it's a the, very yeah yeah. That's it's, it's a, a broken flake. Yeah. So uh, or like with ameskeg, uh, where it's a bullseye, like a circle, like a rope that's been cut into a flake. Uh, I, I I fold that in with the eye facing down and fold the other stuff on top so that every you know. Right. Now for those of those, us you know, for everybody else like who's out there that in, like. Cabin dish.
0: Other countries mm. who aren't near Twins. Mm. Portsmouth Shipyard
3: Oh, yes, is uh, Peter Stokely's Luxury Navy Flake. Luxury Navy Flake. Yep. And Amiskeg. Is.
0: is Luxury Coin Slice. Luxury Coin Slice. From Peter, Peter Stokeby's. Stokeby. Yes.
3: A lot of Stokely going less,
0: on. There. Less you know, mm. you know, that's, that's what's going on. Thank you, Dan. Lot, and, and, you know, a lot of uh, tobacco shops do that. They'll take the name of a tobacco that they get,
3: because who really wants to say one Q? Like- yeah
0: or ps3 or b bca or you know um ps dash three that's our dairy cherry mm-hmm. you know that's that's you just you put new names to things and that you know it gives the impression that you've blended something <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but really all you've done is relabeled the sucker <laughs> captain yeah. black maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, oh, this has gone out again. So, ah, it, is, uh,
1: it is a it is a little on the wet side, huh? Moist. Well, it is moist.
0: Flake takes a little bit more work to get lit, especially if you're just That's what folding said. it or dropping it in as a as a whole flake. Mm. Now, if you're breaking it up and you know really rubbing it out so that it's more ribbon mm. or more. Uh, a kind of a broken or coarse mixture, you're going to get something else. And I'm going to light this up.
2: Mm, Light it. It is nose warmer. On fire.
0: Doing this, the first method, where you're breaking up the flake and really rubbing it out back into its component parts, it's going to be easier to light. Um, But that's also going to change the flavor. It's also going to change the experience of the tobacco.
4: Flavor,
3: Flav. Mm. I'm loving this drink.
0: Drink,
2: drink is guys. good. Yes. I knew you would, Dave.
4: Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah. When I, when I, um, the first, the, <laughs> fir, the the first two pipes that I had, the, this one where I just dropped the flakes in straight up and down, like it's hot. this one where I folded them versus this one where I've broken them up. The flavors are much more intense on this.
1: Well, you're probably On burning, the ribbon? I would have to say mm-hmm. you're probably burning
2: them a little... Uh, you're probably burning them evenly.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, would that have anything to do with the fact that you're smoking a nose warmer?
0: Well, both the nose warmer and the shape of the bowl. You know, Virginia tends to do well when it's... A narrow a, high bowl. A yeah. narrow high bowl. This is, you know, a, a narrow bowl, but it's not incredibly mm. high. Um, so it could still be good in here, but I'm thinking Monti. that it's probably going to be best overall in mm. this pipe. And then um, these two would probably be a toss up because they're similar shapes mm. for the bowl because mm. the, the geometry of your pipe's bowl, you know, affects the experience of the tobacco but i'm definitely getting the sweetness these dried fruits raisins figs um Mm. you know the what did he what did he say up there um black walnuts i'm not even exactly sure what that is yeah right i I only Um,
3: seen brown walnuts (laughs) I've never seen a black walnut.
1: Don't be racist.
3: Yeah, don't be racist. I'm not racist. But there it, are is, black
1: it is very walnuts sweet.
0: I do get hints of cocoa, you know, dried fruits, if that's, you know, grapes and figs and things like that. Um, I do get that from this. There's a sweetness from the rum that's there. Yep. Um, it's a very enjoyable tobacco. Oh, yeah. uh, personally, I'm finishing up my third tin. This This came out about a month ago maybe a little bit more, and I've gone through three tins of this stuff. Good it's for you. It's really, really good. It's it, You can smoke at any time. Um, it, it's it's easily become my favorite Navy Flake.
2: This has been probably the best tobacco I've had thus far this year. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah really so far, yeah. enjoyable, isn't it? Very, yes. very enjoyable. Yep. It's yep. going to be on the top five at yep. least. And that's mm-hmm. that's twofold. It's probably, the, the to me... The Bandolero was probably one of the best cigars I've had thus far yep. this year, and that and this tobacco is without a doubt the best tobacco. Going to be tobacco. buying many of those in the future. Yeah.
0: Well, just like and just like you know Nelson Alfonso is you know a, a real legend as far as blending cigars. Gregory Pease is mm. just as much of a legend when it comes to pipe tobacco. Yes, um, he is considered one of the great blenders of the age, and yes he is pretty much anything he puts his hands to is very well received um you know he had he was he was on the the tasting panel approving the blends for esoterica which are considered basically the the opus of the the the... opus of pipe tobacco yeah you know in terms of desire and what people want um uh, he just came out with another You know, he used to work for a company called Drucker and Sons. He's brought that brand back, bringing recipes from those original days of his back to life from memory. Um, uh, So you can get Drucker and Sons tobacco. um, Two friends, he's involved with that too. But basically, um, you know, anything with GLP's name on it is going to be a good blend it may not be your particular thing N- you know not every glp's blend is a blend i want to smoke all the time but if it is but, your thing it's going to be amazing but if it is yeah. your thing it probably is going mm. to be amazing you know i am I'm, I'm more of a virginia Parique guy than i am a latakia guy so i can look at spark plug which i admitted was probably was in my opinion the best new pipe tobacco that came out last year. Yeah, absolutely. That was good. But English blends are not my, you know, normal landing site for tobaccos. Um, I burned myself out on Latakia when I started smoking. I, did, I was smoking everything Latakia and getting high on the stuff and looking at the blue smoke and that was going around. And, <laughs> and I, think my palate, I think my palate just burned out mm-hmm. on it. So I can still take it, I can still enjoy it, but not repeatedly, over and over and over again. It was so well balanced. It was, it was, and it's amazing. such a creamy, great. Yeah. It, it, it's a, it's a great tobacco. Um, and then you've got this, which is something completely different. No, also so well balanced, but also very well balanced, also very nuanced. And um, this is one of the things that I think makes GLP's Greg P. stand out is that he can work with very diverse tobaccos and make very diverse blends and make them
3: excellent. You can tell also by the level of alcohol in Nick's cup versus the amount of tobacco he has left in his pipe.
1: Yeah, I'm about uh, (laughs) two-thirds of the way through my bowl and uh, I'm enjoying the hell out of this wind jam.
4: Mm-hmm. it's very
1: good i'm like i said earlier it, for me it's a contrasting pairing because as good as the drink was with the cigar wh- where it was a perfect pairing um this uh, it i wanna taste the complexity of that windjammer. there is some nice complexity in there with all the flavors that are going on and i think with every sip that i get it's kind of overshadowing that it it, it is Are you bringing up, though I, I feel like it's there. dude i retro hail on the daily mm. um <laughs> like really retro hail like, on the daily on the daily, daily. uh i retrohale every everything i smoke every day every day all night every all day, day every smoke every smoke uh even when i'm not smoking i retrohale um it's called breathing it's death <laughs> it is called breathing <laughs>
2: thank you for picking that up mm-hmm. making that clear for our what did you think of the the pairing dan does it do you think it was complimentary
3: i know you never
2: answered you just kind of deflected or, or contrasting
3: well
0: mm. to be totally honest i was trying to buy myself time <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to light three different pipes and see how the tobacco taste in those, and and then taste it along with the, with the, with the um, buffalo trace. I think it's a complimentary pairing. Um, I'm still trying to figure out. Um, I I guess maybe I've gotten lost in trying to figure out more the differences between the pipes, than figuring out how the tobacco is going along with the drink. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy it with the drink. I don't think I don't think that, you know. There are some drinks where we've had where I've been like, oh well, I like the drink, I like the tobacco. I just don't think they go well together. Mm-hmm. And especially when Sam was around, there might have <laughs> been times where you really liked what you were smoking, <laughs> but didn't know what in the name of God's green earth you were drinking, and. <laughs> <laughs> or purple you know, or Yeah, or, yeah. It was, I missed it. Was, it was glowing. It was neon. That, that, green, it was, that green medicinal. The green, green snot. Very, very municipal. Very, very municipal.
2: It
1: was very municipal. Does
0: anyone get kind of a, almost like a grapey kind of sweetness? Like a green grape,
1: yes. Hmm? Hold on. A little bit. Just a tad bit in there green or purple grape concord or uh concord oh, grape god well concord it's it's deeper purple. and sweeter
0: so i'm concord. i'm going to say it's more of a concord? uh a concord grape
1: concord
4: mm.
2: say it right concord
1: concord concord, concord. concord grape
4: Con- all
2: right let Conc- can- me can- go back to the f- maybe like a cotton candy grape cotton candy grape <laughs> is cotton is that candy. A thing? <laughs> there is yeah, a thing yes. yes there is yes the genetically been, altered a fantastic. Fantastic. grape that tastes
3: like cotton candy it really is good and it grows those, si- Naturally.
1: those scientists should be shot and then burned at the stake. Mm. No grape should be cotton candy flavored. They're out there. None. Yeah, like I said, those scientists should be shot Imagine and then burned at the stake. Imagine if they did that beef. Uh, there would be a lot of people hurting, I'd tell you. You get
0: a lot more of the dried fruits and the sweetness of the rum by breaking it up yeah in my now it's uh maybe it's also the shape of the pipe too but i'm getting a lot deeper sweeter dried fruit kind of
3: flavor you think that could from, also be influenced by the drink
0: well i haven't been drinking much if you look at if mm, you look at that's my true. glass there
1: i just i really love the when i'm not drinking wow what much sad <laughs> when i'm not what when i'm not taking a sip of the buffalo trace which is a fantastic bourbon whiskey it it the complexity comes but it starts to come back to me and it the the it, as you said the the sweetness from the virginia's and the the rum in there it it it's really really pleasant to have that and then when i have a sip of the buffalo trace it for me, it kind of goes away, and and I only get that deep fruit taste in there, almost like Paul was saying, that candied sweetness in there. Um, and it, it, it's nice, but for me, I would probably go with, you know, the rum that we had a few months ago, Paul. The preparo-anniversario. Uh, that was wonderful. I'd love to have that. Because How do you it, remember that? Damn. Because Paul is a a dictionary of alcohol. Mm um that's interesting too. Yeah, that's another show for another day um but it, it just it's the drunken master the drunken master that is his new title it is not pablo maduro anymore it is the, drunken, the drunken, master. Master. drunken master the drunken master
0: now in the tall peterson here where i dumped the flakes in straight up and down and just lit them it's creamier yeah smoother still getting the sweetness Mm-hmm. Still getting the sweetness there. Um but there is um I wanna make sure about this.
1: What do you got, Danny? What do you got, kid?
3: What you got? Mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah, smoke that pipe. Talk, talk to me, Danny. Smoke talk that, to me. Mm-hmm. He's got three pipes going at the same time, guys. This is crazy.
1: First time on uh, not just one smoke. Yeah, mm-hmm. Three pipes. Danny's doing For three all pipes. All you
3: listeners, this is crazy. He's got three pipes going. It amazing. What do you got, Danny? More spice,
0: on in his, the retro, on his on Peterson, this, on the Peterson, mm. straight up and down. So the flavors are a little bit more mute, subdued in this pipe. You're getting more of a creaminess. Yep. Mm. This is more intense. Can you describe? But the bowl it's for not. That? But it's not as. It's not as spicy mm. in the retro. Here. Now that
2: that
3: looks. Is that like a little wider of a bowl?
2: So is it is it the shape of the bowl or is it the way you packed it? For well, our that's listeners? what I'm saying. You know, for our you, listeners is what I'm saying. You're
0: going to be you're going to be for both or all three the the method you use and the shape of the pipe yeah. is going to affect how you're experiencing things. Um they all have those basic uh experiences of you know, you can kind of sense the rum mm. that's there. Um, mm-hmm. There's, you know, this, yeah. th- there's a definite creaminess to all three. The tall one where I just dropped the flakes in seems to be the creamiest of them. The flavors tend to get deeper and richer and more intense when they're broken up. Now, it's also a smaller pipe, and the smaller um, mouthpiece here, the stem, might have something to do with that as well. I'll have to light this up to, uh, where did my lighter go? There we go. Mm. Light that pipe. Don't, don't, don't use a torch on your pipe <laughs> yeah, if you use a torch. we saw it and we doing it wrong we looked we you know some some uh, you know a customer brought in a pipe that had a big hole in the side of it in the last couple of weeks mm. big hole and it wasn't know, that big but like, and you would have felt it coming i'll I'll, I'll be honest I, I i believe it was a construction issue with the pipe the wall of the pipe seemed to be Much thinner in that area than it should have been, Mm. safety-wise. And I think, ultimately, it was not user error. That said, looking at the top of the pipe, which had a big, flat top like this pipe has here. Can you see that big, flat area Mm -hmm. around the pipe? Um, It was black. It It was totally charred like somebody was using a torch and just dumping it down into their pipe. Don't do that. No. Um, you should actually Breyer, let
3: your flames stay above the pipe and let the heat do the work. You know? Like next show? See how the flame dips down when I draw? See how Dave's sucking? Suck like Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dave sucks. I suck like Dave. Dave sucks. That's Dave how... Sucks, that's right. how...
0: That's how you uh, do a pipe. Um, Dave actually away. was telling you the truth. Um, there's, you know, the... Um, see, now I've completely lost, lost. what I was trying to talk about. Yeah. Because Dave you interrupted sucks. me. <laughs> you interrupted me. No, no. So I, I don't remember what I was saying. So I'm just going to light it and, and get back to yep. it. But don't, don't use a torch on your pipe. You know briar i remember what i was going to say now briar is very dense it's one of the reasons that uh it's a favorite use it yeah uh, be quiet dave it's one of the reasons that that it's a favorite um material for pipes it takes it, it takes about 700 degrees for briar to burn it's like actually burst into flame so you really have to heat the sucker up in order for it to light and briar is also <clears throat> while it's very dense and very hard to burn it's also very absorbent so as you're burning the tobacco the wood is going to be naturally taking the oils the tars and things that are in the tobacco and burning it into the pipe this is a savinelli unfinished pipe this pipe doesn't have any um kind of finish on it this is what's happened after a a year and a half of just being smoked on a regular basis um but if you take a torch to your pipe, you're oh, really God. going to risk damaging it. And even if Pour you don't yourself. damage the wood, you're going to damage the finish. If it's got a, a nice stain on it, if it has a nice glossy finish on it, the torch is going to just destroy that. So don't use that. And do what Dave said. Let the heat from the flame do the work. Don't You don't have to dump your flame in there like this. Don't do that.
3: heat is on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and the ashes are flying
3: mm-hmm.
0: i probably have another hole in my shirt <laughs> nothing wrong with that that's a good
1: smoker's shirt right there
3: yeah it is <laughs> mm.
0: yeah the flavors on this are nice they're rich definitely have that sweetness there that's that's quintessential of this tobacco um that parique. The perique really comes... Maybe that's the way to say it. You yeah. you feel you the perique, feel really the perique more in this method and this method and probably experience it the least in this method. But it's still obviously there. Describe... You, the, you know what I mean? It's
3: Describe the methods for the listeners, Dan. Mm-hmm. The, the methods. So
0: in the method I used for this pipe, which was really rubbing out the tobacco back into its component parts as much as i could and throwing it in there the perique becomes much more obvious when you're just taking the flake as a whole flake and putting it in there um and these flakes remember the cake that the flake was cut from was pressed under tons of pressure for a you know a good long time up to a month before it was uh, brought out and there's tons of pressure that's put on it to make it a cake the, the, the marrying of the, the rum and the tobaccos together is going to make a huge difference in how that burns and how that tobacco is experienced. So this is getting more of a creaminess to it. Um, this is bringing out the most of the Perique, and this is kind of a nice balance between the two. I guess is how, is how I would say it. Mm. So now that I've ascertained that, I will now attempt to start drinking
4: <laughs> and tell you what <laughs> I think about the dairy. All right. All right. But we got...
0: while, we're, while I'm doing that, while I'm drinking, Paul, could you please maybe talk a little bit about what is going on at Twins mm. this month and this coming week? Well, yes. Uh,
2: so, what, is, what is the news, Paul? So, uh, we're, again, we're having a Crap. Rocky Patel event. So for the next Arty. two months, you all right? He dropped this pipe, I oh. believe. Yeah, I, no, I
0: dropped my, I dropped my. Uh, there it is, like it's hot.
3: Yay!
2: you Tampa. Tampa. So for the next two months, we're having a Rocky Patel event, all around box sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So until the end of May, we we'll, we'll, we will be having a an event here on Thursday. Was it May twenty? May twentieth. Twentieth. May twenty first, twenty first, and then Friday, twenty second. No, May twentieth here. Yep, it hooks it. Yep. May twenty first at London. I said May twenty first. Yeah, at London. Twenty second. Yeah, at 22nd. yeah, yeah. For, whatever. Yeah. You yeah. know. What it Damn is. it, Paul. <laughs> we're gonna be having a uh, we're having a, a Rocky Patel event around box sales. So for every box that you buy between now and the end of May, mm-hmm. you will have the ability to you'll, you'll get one. Uh, no. ent- one entry for the grand prize of a weekend down in Naples, Florida, with Rocky Patel at his lounge called Burn. Mm. And it's going to involve. Lounge is used loosely. But yes. It's more of a nightclub. It's more of a yes. nightclub. Yeah, it's a very posh, beautiful nightclub. Um, you're going to have a weekend with cigars, drinks, dinner, golf, which will be optional. Uh, So for every box, uh, you'll get one entry. For two boxes, you'll get five entries. And for three boxes, you will get ten entries for that grand prize.
0: Now, that's buying boxes at the same time. You can't buy one box one day and then come in the next day and buy another box. If you buy two boxes at a time, you get the five.
2: If you get three
0: boxes at a time, time,
2: you get ten. You get ten. And what else do you get? You also get your choice of but a... Oh, wait, there's more. You get a five-pack of mm-hmm. Rocky Patel cigars, a lighter, or an ashtray. Mm-hmm. Um, if you buy three boxes, you get a, uh, a humidor or... Is it or or? It's a, uh, a party the, the box. Party bo- the party pack, that's and correct. And the
3: lighter and, the and ashtray. And a
2: lighter ashtray, mm-hmm. that's correct. We also have a Tatauehe event currently going on. Now, this, <laughs> this is a limited time only. We only have about maybe, what now, maybe 15 maybe packs 15 now. 15 packs left, yeah. Yep, and uh, it's five limited uh, Tatauehe cigars, uh, three of the Cohetas and two of the Tatauehe limited. So if you buy a box... Which are of- limited. Thank you, Dave. If you, get a, if you buy a box of Tatuwehe, you will have the ability to buy for $35 that five-pack Thirty-five, uh, and come in because they're not going to last long. Nope. And for the month of April, we also have a 724-1874 box uh, event going on. So for, Which is amazing. For every box of 1874 that you buy between now and the end of April, you will get a five-pack of the new... 724 sizes
0: of which there are five
2: of which there are five. five you get the uh wk dog walker yep you get the 720 uh the 1870 no the, the factory 57 churchill and torpedo yep. and the hustler double corona and torpedo too yep All it's, almost, fantastic.
0: it's almost 60 dollars worth of cigars 60 dollars
2: it is 60 dollars yep. it, it is 60 dollars right you get that for free that's free for every box of 1874 that you buy thank you Mm
3: -hmm. come again
0: yep and this week there's a special with pipes too if you get any pipe and that pipe you know if you spend a hundred dollars or more on a pipe which is almost guaranteed if you yeah unless you're buying a you know the only way that wouldn't happen is basket
3: pipe or an unfinished savinelli yep
0: Now, if you bought two unfinished Savinelli's, well, then that that counts. But if you spend $100 or more on a pipe
3: or three baskets, we will include a tin of Windjammer. Yeah, baby. With your purchase. You should buy it anyway. Something to put in your pipe
0: and smoke it. And frankly, you should. Um, Now, let me take a drink here. Take a drink. We're going to get to the tasting notes with
2: Dan. Let's finally get around (laughs) to
4: this.
2: (laughs) It's been stalling mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 and Dan what's yeah, the and conclusion and Dan mm-hmm. and Dan mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the
0: conclusion is wow that the spice in the perique and the spice in the uh, buffalo trace go very well together mm-hmm. the sweetness and you know the, the caramel finish caramel yeah. in the buffalo trace and the sweetness of the rum the Virginia's go very well together so i'm gonna say it's a complimentary
3: pair how about that retrohale dan the retrohale
0: (laughs) is fantastic i love the retrohale on all three versions whether you're rubbing out the tobacco folding the tobacco or putting it in straight the retrohale is good it's slightly different in all three ways if you have a bunch of different pipes i encourage you to try it yes um and You know, something that I have been really appreciating lately that I have not really appreciated before, you know, uh, I've been been smoking pipes for for over 20 years, but since I've been at Twins and put in charge of the pipes and pipe tobacco for the stores, I've been doing that a lot more than I have in the past. And one of the things that I have been realizing is how different pipes and different shapes of pipes work differently with tobaccos and just like you might find you know in a particular kind of cigar mm-hmm. that one particular size of a kind blend of pops. Yeah. pops to you over others uh-huh. for instance the um talking 724 the original lancero yeah. is my favorite in um, that original believe line believe. um I think it makes the the tobacco pop much yeah. more than some of those other uh um than the other lines do. And I like I like them all. They're it's not like they're bad, but for for my palate, that one particular shape and size really makes things pop for me. Mm. I've found that there are certain pipes that smoke certain types of tobacco better than others and i have further found that some pipes actually prefer certain kinds of tobacco as in brands yes than others i do for like instance it, this pipe that uh, yeah. i currently have the glp's uh, Windjammer, wind jammer in um has become my favorite pipe for glp's cumberland which pipe is that the this is the moonshine devil ants mm. this is the the pipe that i Kind of rubbed everything out and put in. Um, I'm enjoying the windjammer in this, but I enjoy windjammer in other pipes better than I do in that pipe. And so, as you, I really encourage you to, you know, because just like the, like I said, just like the ring gauge and length of the cigar, uh, and overall vitola is going to change how you experience tobacco. So is the the pipe you're using going to i concur with that i feel up. like
3: uh my windjammer pipe is my unfinished nording mm-hmm. that's my favorite pipe to smoke virginia's has a whole lot of mm-hmm. and uh wind tastes the best in it to me it's got a very narrow very deep bowl mm-hmm. and it's amazing mm-hmm. all you smoke is the noting no that's not true i have i have <laughs> as a rossi and i have a, <laughs> as i hold anointing but I have a Rossi, I have another Nording. I what is
2: have... that white pipe that you bought? About that that's long the ago? Meerschaum.
3: That's a Meerschaum, yep. Okay. It's a dragon claw holding a bowl.
0: What do you put in that pipe? Uh
3: anything. Really anything thick I ass. want? No, like <laughs> that. <laughs> that's what I'll smoke um 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 geez, it's escaping me like like Sparkplug or or like the uh so well, is that your latakia pipe is that's that my that Eng- english pipe that's my latakia pipe my english pipe Yep, yeah, because it's a very neutral pipe and uh that's you know you get to experience like everything from it it's awesome yeah all
0: right i'm going back to the little devil dance here mm.
3: do we have a do we have a would you rather i think we do
0: mm-hmm. but we also have a is pastor padrone blowing smoke
3: Ooh, he, he's always would- blowing
2: smoke Especially tonight. Yeah. Blowing <laughs> so a lot much, of uh, so much smoke. <laughs> Trifled.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, Perique has an awful lot of nicotine in it. So my eyes are going back and forth right now. Nice. As I smoke three bowls of...
4: <laughs> windjammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting right? jammed by the windjammer, baby. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. So
0: uh, here's here's a question for you. All right. Is Pastor drone just blowing smoke? Or am I not just blowing smoke?
1: What's the question?
0: Well, it's a statement. Okay. <laughs> Pipe smoking has been around for about a 1,000 years.
2: He is uh, not blowing smoke. You're not blowing smoke. He's not
1: blowing smoke.
3: Well, no, it's been around longer. If thousands a cap, he's full of crap. It's been around a lot longer than that, baby. So
2: he's not
0: blowing I'm, smoke? Pipe smoking has been around for a thousand years. Blow it, blow it. Okay, I'll blow say you're, you're blowing smoke. I think you're, you're right, smoke. Dave. I think it's mm-hmm. been longer than that.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's blowing smoke. You
0: are correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am blowing smoke. Uh, pipe smoking has been around for five or six or seven thousand
3: years. Now, that's going back to the earliest recording of human history, like once we could carve stuff on like stone. Well, so, it depends. It probably could be older.
0: It depends. You know, the, there's there's a lot of um, you know they have discovered pipes in the pyramids of ancient Egypt.
3: Whoa! Which are what three to five thousand. That years goes long, yeah. back
0: to about two thousand BC. Yeah. Now there are also um, you know histories with the American. Indians yep.
3: and the Mayans yep. going
0: back five thousand, going back to five thousand
3: B.C. Where
0: pipe smoking was evident as part of the culture. Yep. So if you're doing five thousand B.C., you're talking at least seven thousand years. years. At least, yeah. Pipe now think about that. Cigar smoking has been around for about four or five hundred years. Yep. Pipe smoking has been around. Times as long or longer.
3: Yeah. Yep. yep.
0: stick if you that got in your pipe and smoke, smoke it, Kurt. It. <laughs> Burning hair <laughs> in my butt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next, mm-hmm. Statement. Mm-hmm. Next statement. Next mm-hmm. statement. Am I blowing smoke or not just blowing smoke? Nelson Alfonso has blended cigars for the Padrones.
1: Ooh. Oh, man. That you are not blowing smoke on. I will say
3: the same. Dave, I'm just gonna follow like a good sheep.
0: <laughs> You're bad, yeah. I'm bad. <laughs> uh, that is that is true. Uh, Nelson Alfonso has blended cigars for the Padrones. As a matter of fact, the cigar that he blended for the Padrones was the Padron 50th anniversary. No shit, wow, that sells for $40. Wow, eh? he blended that cigar and made that uh, humidor. For them, nice, nice. Yes. That's a beautiful designed. Humidor. He designed that humidor for the patrons. Mm-hmm. What what a genius. Tool. Oh, all right. Uh, am I blowing smoke or not? Just blowing smoke. Sailors used to use tar to seal up their tobacco.
1: Ooh, for voyages. That's not just blowing smoke. Tar, huh? Mm-hmm. Tar. Oh, I will.
3: It's totally readily available. Why not? You know? Yeah, I agree. not just smoke.
0: But it
2: is also flammable as well.
3: Yeah, but still.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, I'll it's say it. I,
2: I will say you're not just blowing smoke.
0: Well, again, you all are correct. They did. That was one of the precursors to coming up with cake and flake tobacco. In trying to keep the humidity in it, they would pack their ribbon-based tobacco in canvas... You know, basically what they make their sales out of. Yep. And then cover it, cover with, tar. it with
3: tar. Yeah, to seal it. Yep. But
0: that didn't really work so well because, as we all know, tobacco kind of absorbs the flavors of the things that it comes into contact with. Mm. And tar I'm getting a lot is of tar. one of those things that you don't really want <laughs> in your tobacco. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, here's a more difficult question. Ooh. Uh, the cigar that we smoked today that the bandolero odysseys was four and a half by 54 kind of a petite robusto and you know that's all very classic you know he's you know trying to get into the cuban stuff is the four and a half by 54 petit robusto a classic cuban vitola
1: you're blowing smoke on that one Mm -hmm. i'll say you're blowing smoke
0: Mm -hmm. oh look crap I'm full of crap. Yep. Uh, actually, the term is, I'm blowing smoke. Yeah. But this is okay. not, is Dan full of crap, or is he just <laughs> blowing crap? <laughs> it's, am I blowing smoke? Are yeah. you? <sighs> yep. No, it is not a Ooh. classic Cuban vitola. All right. The yeah. petite Robusto actually is four and a half by 50 in the classic
3: Cuban size.
0: It is a unique size that he kind of created.
3: Excellent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Tobacconist University. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Now, uh, Nick, you have a uh, meme for the week?
1: I do. You do. If uh, this one is pretty much for tobacconist retailers or maybe just retailers. Any retailers will
2: appreciate
1: this. Any retailers in general?
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And... uh, it's going to be a laugh I, mm-hmm. I think uh everybody that has worked in retail probably experienced this and uh, yep. you roll that beautiful beam and beam here's footage.
0: here's here's the footage it is a uh modified picture from uh into the spider-verse looking at the, <laughs> the uh old peter parker here uh, when an item doesn't scan, and I have to listen to the "must be for free" joke for the seven hundred thousandth time, <laughs> I to- I don't know that I would stick a gun in my mouth, but I would I neither, totally but like you totally, roll your eyes. Totally you know you want to totally get the the point there. Look, when you say that, you're not saying anything original. Okay, please just stop. <laughs> Just stop saying it. When's the last time you heard that?
2: This morning.
1: This yeah. This morning. I think I heard it three times today.
0: Three times today. Yeah. What does that say about our scanning uh issues? Sean needs to be on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going back to my third uh number three
3: pipe here. Smoke it. Mm-hmm. If you got it. And I have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, we got that, don't we? There we go. hmm
0: hmm here we go would you rather yeah want to have a would you rather yeah okay this this uh, i'm i'm thinking people this is going to be a lot easier than i thought it was going to be or you're going to you're going to have an opinion much more than i thought you were going to be but here's a question would you rather have the buffalo trace again paired with the bandolero or with Windjammer? Which Ooh. would you rather do again?
2: You know what my answer would be? The Bandolero. The Bandolero. Yeah. Bandolero. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would also probably say the Bandolero.
3: Bandolero. Yeah.
2: I think
0: it went well with the Windjammer, yeah. but I don't think it went as well. No. Uh, with the ba- with the
3: bandolero,
2: it was a perfect pairing with the bandolero. Yeah, yeah. Was, I agree.
0: It, would you say it was a good pairing with this though? I would say it was. It, a good, this was good. It was a good. I
3: would even say it was a great pairing. It was with a, this, a good, good was a solid, pairing.
0: Good solid pairing.
2: If if you had to choose one liquor to do both the cigar and the mm. tobacco, I think this was probably because again, this is only ninety proof. It's not a a you know, it's not a a, a, a barrel uh you know bourbon it's 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 you know it's got enough flavor it's got enough a little bit of spice a little bit of the flavors Mm -hmm. that we like i would have
3: chose old tub
2: well you could have you could have i mean now you now you're creeping up to a hundred proof but again but that's stupidly smooth no it is very smooth i absolutely agree with you david it's very smooth this is really really smooth i think you know uh with the, with the spice from the buffalo and the spice from the tobacco, it went very, very well. But the Bandolero, without a doubt, I think that was just the perfect pairing. It was
0: a perfect pairing with the Bandolero. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. It was very good, but not...
2: A perfect pairing. No. The Bandolera no, was by what, what, far. Okay, so let me ask you this: What would you think would have been a perfect pairing with the tobacco? I think a good <laughs> rum,
3: not a gin and tonic, that's for sure. No, so, oh, no, uh, no, <laughs> course <laughs> course not. Not, <laughs> of course not, Dave. Of course not.
2: I think you're right, though. I think a rum and and maybe the, Pompero, because that has a little bit more of a, a cocoa chocolate note to it. Yeah, would have brought yeah. out more of the of the sweetness. Yeah. From the tobacco that maybe you would have uh, yeah. appreciated so well, that uh, the yeah. complexity of so the tobacco. So why didn't yeah. that happen, Paul? Well, I'm just
0: trying to mix it up. <laughs> the, mix the, it what was up? the name of that uh, rum we had? That was is it the Brugal? How do you pronounce Ber- it? 1888
2: Brugal. Ber- Ber- oh, that's Berugale. the uh, that's the Empress. I mean, the em- oh, No, 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 no. no, no the, you, the, you bro- had bro- the Brugal gin again. Here we go. Yeah, oh yeah. The what? What's your name, sir? The 1888
0: the.
1: You only had the Brugal. That was the time no, that we had uh, the Skype was... sessions, right?
0: No, no, we had that. We had that with Steve Poirier.
2: No, brought, we didn't
0: have. He brought. He brought bottles of it with him. No, yeah, that was pre-video. Yeah. Was he?
2: Yeah. Yep. Was, like, was it the aging? Yeah. Was that the aging? It Was one of the aging two? things? I yeah. don't
0: recall him bringing any Brugal.
2: No, I, either do I.
0: No, he did. He was like totally geeking out over it because of the price This is like a 70 dollars bottle of stuff that i was able to get for 36
3: i bought a whole case
2: no, i don't no, recall I don't, I don't, having some brugal with either. him mm. no. well maybe, maybe mm-hmm. you had it and we didn't
3: looks like someone was uh a little stoned <laughs>
2: i suppose
0: <laughs> so? totally possible with nick but i'm surprised paul doesn't remember. i don't remember yes. that yeah we'll have to go back through our records we'll have notes. to yep we'll have yep. to yeah, Steve <laughs> wants to be on the show again. Yeah, right. while we'll he's going to be yeah, we will mm-hmm. definitely have him. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Now, next Friday on Friday, Not Friday. Just Blowing Smoke, I, it's going to be a power pack show. Power pack show. I don't even know. Power I don't even know how to describe pack. it. We it's <laughs> the the theme of the show is rare leaf blends. We're going to be talking about cigars and tobacco that use rare tobaccos. Uh, in their in their uh, mixtures, and we're going to be smoking the Agonorsa Rare Leaf cigar. Uh, the Toro is what we are shooting for, and we are going to have via Skype Agonorsa's Terrence Riley. Yeah, on the show Terrence. with us, mm-hmm. and I am very very excited about that. Yeah, and for a pipe tobacco, mm-hmm. we are going to be looking at Cornelian Deal's Small Batch the beast which is comprised really 51 percent of perique which is a very rare leaf very hard to find huh it's and and the reason it's so rare is because it takes so long to produce and we're going to talk about that and we're actually going to do something special with that i was able to get courtesy of kaz walters from laodice a who is what does he do he he sells stuff he (laughs) sent me he sent me uh uh 10 of the original 2016 release of the beast and we are going to smoke that alongside the 2021 release of the beast that
3: was my that's and so
0: we are going to do a aging thing on that episode as well and see how the 2016 versus 2021 how that matches how does aging impact pre-heavy blends we're going to find out it's going to be one of these packed episodes that you are not going to want to miss so please subscribe to us here on the youtube channel follow us on facebook at facebook.com uh, forward slash n j b s podcast because facebook wouldn't let us use the word smoke in the name and uh follow us at not just blowing smoke on Instagram, which facebook owns, but for some reason we can use the word smoke on instagram <laughs> but make sure you follow us at all those places so you don't miss a thing Thanks for being with us tonight, and that my friends is not just blowing smoke we'll see you next week Another Thanks, sm- everyone. Yeah,
1: another smoke, another day.
0: You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is not just blowing smoke.
4: Rolling with the top down,